The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We've got a very fun show for you guys today with, with a Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell first. But before we get going, let's just say hi to everybody because the chat room is full and we'll first say hi to our fabulous, cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. And you know it, baby. You know it. Hey, everybody. Uh, lots to talk about. So as soon as he gives me permission, Elfura. I will be able to speak. You have but, to talk louder, too. It's hard to hear you. No, it's not hard to hear me. I have a soft, foggy voice. I'm not a loud mouth like you. I'm not a big Nelly queen. I know, but I don't know if people can hear you. Can you yeah, guys hear I, him? I don't have a big girl voice like you have. Yeah. You have a girl voice. Yes, I know. That's the way it goes. So what's up, chat room? We got a chat room with all kinds of cool people in it. Uh, Michaela, oh, like, so who's cool in the chat room? Michaela like, Singleton is in the chat room. Anton Country Super from Australia. Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. Um... It went by too fast, so I'm not sure who else is you're all sl- in there. You're a slow reader. No, I'm not. I'm not a slow reader. You guys, welcome. You guys, we're gonna have a fun show today. We have music royalty coming on the show today. Leland Squar. Uh, he's. I'm very, very excited about having him on the show. And then we're doing something we've never do- done before. We have like alternative rock band Trench. They're from Las Vegas, and they're gonna actually play live, which we've never done before. And I don't mean like acoustically. They're gonna actually play live. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. They're fabulous. They got a brand new single that came out yesterday called Loud and Clear. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we want to uh, just enjoy the day and the time and everybody here. And now I'm going to let Ron take it away. How kind of you. Uh, yeah. You know, usually when we play music, they kick our, our music off. We're not allowed anymore. But this is live, and I hope they don't kick it off. Anyway, I wound up my shoot on Clown Fear on Friday. We get to the bar in the group. We get up at five in the morning, you know, get ready, drive into L.A., two-hour drive, make up hair, standing there, going on your blocking, learning lines, you know, doing all the usual shit before you do a movie. And we discover there's no air conditioning in this bar and grill. It's broken. So the temperature with the lights on us went up to about 120-something. And I was uh, dressed as a soldier. I mean, I'm not a soldier. What am I? I'm a general, a general, General Milan. And hot as hell as it is in woolen pants and shirt and tie. I worked like 12 hours on my feet, standing up, doing lines and waiting for, you know, in between uh, setups. We went out on the patio where we could cool off a little bit. Anyway, I developed sunstroke. And um, 
Heat stroke, actually. Heat stroke, sunstroke, you're, you're fucking whatever stroke. Anyway, it sucks, whatever it is, because you get dizzy, you get dumb, and you get demented. And I'm all three right now. It's, it never heals, by the way. You cannot cure uh, heat exhaustion or sunstroke. Once you get it, you've got it always. And the doctor said stay out of the sun because you are very susceptible to having these uh fainting spells and whatever the hell you get. It just zaps all the energy out of your body and you feel like you're in a coma half the time. It's terrible. Anyway, so today if I go off kilter and I start to think that I'm Napoleon or Julius Caesar, bear with it. It's the sunstroke, not my age. There you go. And we just had some more people join us. We want to say hi to uh, B. Claudia in Germany. Hey, Backpack John is there. And Eileen said hey. she can't get into the chat room, but she's listening. So, hey, Eileen. <laughs> Eileen, how come I can't get in? I mean, how come you can't get in? <laughs> <laughs> I love my Eileen. I miss that broad so much. I really miss Hanakas. We have so much fun with them. Absolutely. You know, we tease the hell out of her because she's flat chested. But anyway, um, uh, we, so on set, listen to this guy. Dave, is Dave Hughes in the, is in, in the chat room? No. Dave Hughes from England. He comes in usually. Uh, I worked with um, <laughs> Angie Stevenson. Woo, 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 woo. Is she a hot tomato? What a body, what a built, what boobs, what everything. Beautiful face, sexy lips, gorgeous hair, gorgeous girl. And I know that I'll be the envy of all the straight guys out there. Uh, anyway, Angie Stevenson turned out to be a lovely human being, a great person, and a new good friend. And uh, we're going to have her on the show, so you'll see for yourself what a lovely, sweet, talented, beautiful, sexy girl she is. Absolutely. And you guys know her. She was in Sons of Anarchy, and she just did the – the stepdaddy, and she was in xenophobia. She'd been right. in a whole bunch of cool stuff that we see. She go was see. in six episodes. Oh, and Morley's in the chat room. Hey, Morley, what's up? Morley? Yeah. Old Morley? Yeah. Morley, I thought they kidnapped you and made you into a white slave. <laughs> I can't believe Morley. Hi, Morley. It's nice hey, to see you. How's the bride? How's the wedding? How's the, how's the marriage? And Backpack John always has to write glory hole in there because he learned what a glory hole was on our show. <laughs> and I guess he's in all the bathrooms now drilling them. <laughs> But Morley, my God, Morley, nice to hear from oh, you. Oh, and Twiz, what's up? Twiz and White Piece is there, too. He, Morley says his wife is awesome. And Twiz, what's up? Good, How are you I'm doing? Ha I'm happy the marriage is working because you you love her so much. She's she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. And Morley's crazy about her. I remember when he was courting her years ago. And then they got married, and he was like the, the, the June bride. She was, and he was. He was so <laughs> happy to be married. I'm so glad. So anyway, Morley, 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 sending a lot of uh, hellos and caring. Absolutely. It's fun. So who else is in there? Um, everybody, just people just keep jumping well, in. So Twism where's, just jumped in. Oh, Twism. Twism, big piece. How are you, baby? Yes. He, he always We should tell everybody, too. Last night, we had a wonderful time. Well, because we, people can have shit fits and scream, you are all without masks. Oh, my God. Okay, there was only six of us. You know, I invite people to my home now because I'm not doing this no this mask bullshit and no friends. At my age, I want to enjoy the years I have left. I don't want to be in prison and not see my friends or my family, my daughters. So I say to everyone, come to our home. Do not wear a mask. It's okay. I'll take a chance because I firmly believe that nature has made a calculus machine. And when we're born, we have X amount of days on the planet and then we die. 
whether it be the virus, automobile accident, or a dreadful disease, we die on that date, no matter what. You cannot escape it. And I believe in that. So if that's how I'm going to die from, a, from the, the, the coronavirus, well, let it be. Uh, because that's my destiny. Also, though, we're safe. You invite six people. It's not like you're in yeah. masses of people. Jimmy, come here. You got a snot in your nose. No, don't worry. No, I got to pick it no, out. It's hanging. It you got... Not on TV. You don't Why not? It Jimmy, it's a hanging black one. Pull it. Pull that. It's a hair. Oh, it was a oh, bit with a, a hair with snot. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell we're married. I mean, um, anybody actually, they else? say your hair. They like your hair. Yeah, look at it this way. Now, that's sexy, baby. Woo! Look at oh, wrong side. Oh, my gosh. Look at that, kids. You got to like love it anyway. So last night, you guys, we had a little dinner party because um, Sadie Katz, one of our favorite yeah. people on the planet and her fiance, Miles Reef, were uh, in, in Palm Springs. So we had them over for an impromptu dinner along with Kayomi and Kayoma, Kayoma, Kayoma and Shane. Shane was in a bunch of movies back in the day. He's a, He's a big stunt guy. guy. And yeah. uh, uh, so we had a wonderful time. We even played. What's that song? The, the, the game? Sticks, I call I it. I forgot I the name of the game. And that, oh, you pile the wood up to a pyramid, and whoever pulls it out and it falls down. Like, I love they, it. They were all like eight year olds. I was like Mary, married the maid in the kitchen because I cooked and I made ravioli with mozzarella. It was delicious. I made a gorgeous salad with walnuts and jazz and a good dress. Oh, Jenga. It's called Jenga. Yay. Jenga. Thanks, Twism. <laughs> Anyway, I was Beulah the cook, and I was in the kitchen cooking and preparing. I set the table. I served dinner. I mean, I really should have been a domestic. But anyway, I enjoy doing it because we haven't done it in a long time. Everybody loved the food. It was really good, wasn't it? Was it was very good food, and yeah. we hadn't had people over. I think it's only like the second time since this whole pandemic. Yeah. So for six months, we haven't done well, shit. Well, Sadie and Miles, they're like my children. I told you they're my adopted children, and they call me dad. And I call them my kids. I love Sadie Katz. She's a shooting star and soon to be seen with Ed Asner in a life, great Christmas movie. In a Christmas movie called Lifetime. Uh -uh. What's it called? It's on the Lifetime channel. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I would say. Oh, I don't know what the movie is called. I the forgot. movie's called Sadie Katz. Something is, in Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, Sadie, Sadie Katz is a star on Christmas, it's called. There you go. And anyway, it's on Lifetime channel. So I'm excited about that. Everybody loves Sadie. Well, you have to know Sadie. Uh, Sadie is the most gentle dove. She wounds easily. She's fragile. She's just adorable. Beautiful. She looks beautiful. And beautiful looking with a gorgeous figure. I mean, she's just a sensation. So you guys need to go see Wrong Turn I'm 6. I'm speaking, you ill-mannered fuck. <laughs> no, you're not. I, I'm speaking. Would your mother teach you when someone's speaking to keep your big trap shut? I'm keeping it going. It's going too slow. No, it's not going too slow. Everybody likes what I'm saying, you stupid freak they love christmas movies they say i mean why did i marry a homosexual i could have married <laughs> yeah. a woman <laughs> yeah. it would have been way worse no a woman is nice the women listen i would have said shut up dumb bitch and she would have twism you... said god he's missed this <laughs> what what did he say he said god i've missed this <laughs> twism i hope you Twizzy, we want to congratulate twism since he's on in the chat room with us because he's going to have another baby i think that's number six i know coming she... on he, he has, with his beautiful wife, and uh, congratulations he, to you. Twism doesn't know how to wear a bag or pull out, so <laughs> therefore he's knocking out kids like bread. Like that's buttons. not true. They were all planned. No, but he's knocking them out one after another. What does he want to 
maker, another not a Republican he's, Democrat, another party. He's making he's making the hip hop race. There you go, white hip hop race. All hairs in your nose. Okay, don't you don't have to tell people. Nobody could see that. No, but Relax. look, I see hairs hanging out. Oh well, what are you gonna do? I thought it was your mustache, but it's your fucking nostrils. Okay. How do you have? Doesn't it bother you? Look at that. They big, grow. I I trim them every day. They grow fast. I'm like, but a, look at the big like white. You got a huge long white one hanging. Oh, let me pull it. No, well, let me pull. No, because that hurts when you do that. Oh, <laughs> you poor little sissy fairy Mary. Oh, did I marry a butch? number oh you hurt my nose hair no, oh. when you pull them out i could say i could say something else doesn't hurt when i pull it out <laughs> yeah. either but anyway pull that fucking white hair out now, i have to do it with a clip anyway so enough of his snots and white hip-hop race we try to be non-partial here let's say the caucasian hip-hop race okay there you go okay. hip-hop game <laughs> Twism, which you guys have you guys listen to the song when we do our exit music? That's uh the Jimmy and Wrong song by Twism White Piece. We love it. I think it's fabulous. I listen to it banging in my car all the time. I and, love it. And the opening of our show is Ozzy, 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 Ozzy. singing. And she's singing Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star, Ron Russell's not mentioned at all. That's because the song was done before I knew Ron. <laughs> and and Ozzy said, Oh, I'll re-record it. I can insert. And we never did. You have to keep asking her. She said, Yes, when? So she's she's ready to do it. She said, "When we, she doesn't do us, we don't. We're not part of it. She just has to do it. She has to insert it somewhere. They have to stretch the music somehow and put and the fabulous star of the show who made the show famous, Ron Russell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have to put that in it. Anyway, <sighs> so we had a lot of fun at the dinner party. Took a lot of pictures and posted on Facebook. Now a lot of people on Facebook are having nervous breakdowns. Oh my God! None of you wore masks. Oh oh oh! I think that mask thing is full of shit anyway. Because I know a lot of people who wear wore masks. A friend of ours uh, just died. His he lost his wife. Now he lost his father. It's a sin. And his dad, of course, had stage four cancer. But anyway, uh, he wore masks. And he passed. And and uh, did you know that Trini Lopez died from the virus? I was so surprised. For those of you out there who remember Trini Lopez, fabulous uh, singer, great songs. Lots of people have one, unfortunately. So I don't know if the mask really works or if it stops it or doesn't stop it. Nobody knows. They said they love the Clown Motel pics. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I think Clown Motel is either going to be a huge piece of shit or it's going to be the best film. I have not decided yet because it's kind of avant-garde the way it was shot and uh, so not Hollywood that I think it may be the new way to go with a good, like a comedy film. So also Lady Lake says Trini was wonderful. And Dave Hughes just joined up, but he says he has poor internet for another week. Dave, 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 look up Angie Stevenson. She's beautiful. You missed her. Ron was in a movie with her. I was in a movie with her all day long. She got the biggest set of jugs, gorgeous boobs, and beautiful face with an ass that doesn't quit. She's gorgeous, beautiful, sexy, and fabulous. And she was hugging me and kissing me and sat on my lap. And I thought, oh, all you straight guys eat your fucking hearts out. Which, by the way, we wear masks everywhere we go, you guys. Yes, out of the house. Out of the house we wear. Okay. He's just talking about in the house. Well, only only to, for the respect of others, but in the house. You know, I mean, Jimmy and I are going to walk around with a mask. In how our house. How retarded is that? Also, Helene Spaulding is in the chat room. I'm not sure who that is, but hi and welcome to the show. We're going to bring in our first guest, you guys. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and he's he's already here and in the studio, so I guess... If a Rebel's listening to this, she'll enter him. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yay! Hello, hello. I'm loving you guys so much, I can't tell you. <laughs> okay, let's go. 
Hold on, we got to introduce him. Santa Claus is coming to town. You could have just stopped it coming. Yeah, (laughs) that would have worked. Hold on. Um, Can you tilt your phone a little so we don't lose the top of your head? Oh, there you go. Perfect. And we lose the bottom of his 12-foot beard. That's okay. I love the 12-foot beard. That's fabulous. He has to brush that baby every day. Of course he does. It's my pet. Oh well, Helene Spalding says she's here for you. So let's let's so let's make an introduction. Hey, everybody! Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the most famous bassists on planet Earth. Total music royalty, Leland Sklar. Hello, and welcome to the show. I am so happy to be here. I cannot tell you this is the this is the pinnacle of my career. Oh, yes. oh, you're, so, you're so full of shit. No, I'm totally, <laughs> full, of, totally full of shit. Thanks for the compliment. Now listen. A thick mustache they used to call a pussy bumper. Now your flavor beard, saver. Well, wait, <laughs> wait, yes, a flavor saver. But your beard is a uh, or a, a pussy banger because when you do the mustache and the beard, the chick can't live because it's all over the place. And she's oh, look at that. <laughs> It's my mask. <laughs> yeah, you go. I love it. So hold on. Let me introduce you. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. It is so indeed a pleasure to meet you because I'm so in awe of all the people you've played for. I can't believe your list of stars. It's just a joke. Nobody's been in that many uh, situations as you have. I mean, playing with Barbara fucking Streisand. Yeah. You know. I mean that's a big number. We're gonna brag for him in a minute before we get going. But you're, first, you're a big shot. We have a we have a chat room. Uh, we have a chat room full of people, lots of countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Well, hello to everybody in the chat room. And I, I, Miss Spalding is is a dear friend, and I'm glad she came in here to join in. This is this is really thrilling. Um, I was watching a whole bunch of your shows yesterday, um, just to, just to, just to, just to moisten up and, uh, you, you, you guys, you guys are a trip. I love it. It's, it's really got a we're, nice we're energy. The only, we're the only ones like it. That's why right now there are, four sure. point, there are 4.5 million people watching you all over the world. Our country goes, our show we goes go all to every everywhere. country. That's so, so cool. I get, and nobody's yet shut us down. Actually, though. <laughs> so I guess we're doing something. We right. need to brag for you, too, you guys. So yes. so listen first to, of all, listen to this. Hang on. First of all, you can follow Leland. He doesn't really tweet much, but he does have a Twitter. It's at Spoonie Lee number one. So S-P-O-O-N-Y-L-E number one. And if you go there and follow him, it says go to his YouTube page. And so if you go to his YouTube page, which is Leland Scar, every day he plays bass on another song for everybody and does talks and little things. And you have to go because it's unbelievable. I've never I, even like Justin Bieber and people like when they put a video up, he gets like eight or ten thousand hits in like in like a matter of 24 hours, which is pretty amazing. Um, so your fan base is huge and I like love it. But I want to like brag for you a little bit. Um, and that way everybody will know who we're really like talking to. First of all, you guys. So I went on and I Googled Leland Sklar to find out all kinds of information about him. And then it said he's played on over 2000 albums. Um, and if that's like real, that's like, I mean, you're like working every fucking day. Yeah. It's like 2,600. There we go. 2,600 albums, you guys. And I'm not talking about like albums from your Joe Schmo next door, like, person in the garage band who's never like you know fucking played on a stage uh i only picked out the one i picked out the ones that i like a lot um because cool. there's way too many of them but listen to this list you guys hang on did you ever play for johnny mantis oh yeah i love johnny oh go fuck you i hate you i love johnny <laughs> 
Johnny's my That's his idol. favorite. He's my idol, and I know Johnny, and I adore him. We'll talk about him later. No, he's okay, fabulous. hold on. He's fabulous. I love him. I love him. Okay, you guys, so listen to this list, and it's kind of long because I picked out about 30 of them, but like this is just the coolest shit on the planet. So he's worked with Jackson Brown, Carol King, Phil Collins. That's one of my favorites. James Taylor, Toto, um, Bee Gees, Aaron Neville. The reason I mention Aaron Neville is because the duet that he did with Linda Ronstadt, the band that we're coming on next after you, they're like a big fan of yours, and they said that's why they formed their band or whether a lot oh, of it had cool. to do with that song. Um, yeah. So they're, And their name is Trench. They're coming on. Cool. Um, Wilson Phillips, who's one of my favorites. Air Supply, who's been on our show. Richard Marks, Ricky Martin. Lisa Loeb's been on our show. Steve Lukather, who's from Toto. Chris Christopherson, Michael Jackson. Julio and Enrique Iglesias, both. Freddie Jackson, who I know, Engelberg Humberdink, Faith Hill, Holland Oates, Sammy Hagar, Vince Gill, England Dan and John Ford Coley, Crosby Stills and Nash, Leonard Cohen. Oh, Phil Collins, I already said. Ray Charles, David Cassidy, Kim Carnes, Laura Brannigan, Stephen Bishop, who's been on our show, America. That's the horse with no name song that you like. Uh, I love that song. Peter Allen. Oh, my best friend. Yeah. I knew Peter. For- Bette Midler. Peter was lovely. Oh, Peter was the best. I adore him. Bette Midler, Randy him. Newman, Olivia Newton-John, Donna Summer, Barbara Streisand, Dolly Parton. Now, that's about 30 of 2,600, you guys. Then, wait, wait, wait. Could you just abbreviate it and say he's played for everybody that's famous? It's more like who hasn't he played with. But, no, oh, listen to this, he's too. He's every- also played on soundtracks and... Uh, 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 for <laughs> Legally Blonde, which two weeks ago we had one of the stars of Legally Blonde on oh, here. Oh, cool. Message in a Bottle, Metropolis, Phantom of the Paradise, which was the first movie that I was allowed to go see by myself. I was 10 years old. I love that movie. Um, yeah, Paul, Paul uh, Williams. Paul Williams, The Postman, The Prince of Egypt, Love Maximum. I don't know that one. It's Sleepwalkers, and we've had all the people from Sleepwalkers on this show. That was um, uh, so, so that's that's like a very small percentage, but can you guys believe that shit? He's played with everybody. So congratulations on a stellar career, and that seems to continue to keep moving forward, and we're very happy to have you. And I hope you're absolutely outrageously wealthy. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, we know so many of our people that it's great uh, recording artists who got fucked by managers. Oh, yeah. Labels. And I hope that you're not one of them because well, I'm not one of them, but I'm a side man. So you don't make the dough that the all the names you you just said. We, I'm not in that league because I'm basically a plumber when I get called to go to work. So but I'm fine. I'm, I am. I am just fine. I can uh, I can just live out my life right now. And I'm quite content with it all. Actually, you live in a big ass house because I Google, yeah. Google I Google Earthed you. <laughs> I know that pissed me off. You know, I mean, somebody from Italy called me and said, "Go check out Google Earth," and there, was, there I was dumping my trash in front of the house. Somebody had driven by with one of those cars and filmed me. <laughs> Jesus, what a world! I actually saw you though. I saw a Google Earth thing with you. That's why I thought you owned the Back to the Future car. Is because like I saw you with a uh, with the Back to the Future car, and I was like, oh my god, because I collect cool shit. And I thought, oh my god, he maybe he collects really cool shit. But the Back to the Future cars actually like lives near you someplace. Yeah, what well, I live two blocks from the um the the Gamble House, which is was Doc Brown's house in the movie back to the future and one day i walked by there and there was a delorean meeting and there was about 50 deloreans all parked out front of that wow. it was pretty cool it was yeah, really well, I, cool i i was filmed on skycam they came over my patio and i was out watering the plants naked and they caught me tripping over my penis 
Must I'm I'm not even gonna go there. I was, you know, <laughs> Life's a bitch. <laughs> had the macro lens out or whatever. <laughs> so also one other thing that I like I read. Uh, so you you were a member of the section, and the yeah. section was uh, the house band for Asylum Records, and that you and the house band are one of the creators of the soft rock sound that was prevalent on top forty radio in the seventies and eighties. Um. Which that's like a huge thing because like we had a, par- a dinner party last night and we played seventies playlists like cool. the whole night for four hours and stuff and so like like the, like you were uh, instrumental in creating that whole sound. Talk about that just like a little bit because I think we have an well, audience that fits into that demographic. Yeah, well, we were the original uh, touring. Well, we we became the touring band for James Taylor and Jackson Brown, and we did things like the life running on empty with Jackson, and so and we ended up doing. We were we were very fortunate when we did James Taylor's first records. um, Peter Asher, who was producing him, uh, made sure that our names appeared on the albums, which before that, very few musicians' names were ever credited on albums. So when that whole singer-songwriter movement began, people would look at James's records and go, well, there's Lee Sklar and Russ Kunkel and Dan. Let's hire those guys because they they wanted to have another James. So we ended up just out of the chute working our asses off. And um, and it went on for, for a long time. We were like a cult hero band. It never We never had any <laughs> success, but... Um, but it was fun, man. It was a great run and it's evolved into a new band that we've got right now, uh, called the immediate family. And it's Russ Kunkel and Danny Korchmar and Waddy Wachtel, myself and Steve Postel. And we were hauling ass until the pandemic hit and then everything, it didn't grind to a halt, but it slowed down. We got a documentary movie coming out about us and a new album and all kinds of shit going on. What's the name of the documentary movie? I want to see it. Um, It's going to be called The Immediate Family. And Denny Tedesco, who made the Wrecking Crew movie, is making this one. I actually know that name. I know the name. Excellent. Now, let me get into my, let's get into my world, because I'm 80 years old. So we have to go back. so good. It's ridiculous. Well, so do you. I mean, I'm 19. 19. Well, I think I thought I thought that I thought really I really thought you were twenty six, but you know that to be at, that. to be at age you a bit. Okay, Johnny Mantis, what albums are you on that you played for Johnny? Well, I just did one album with him, but it was he he did duets, and I'm trying to remember the female artist he, he Denise was, Denise Williams. Yeah, it was Denise. Yeah, it was Denise. Yeah, and it was lovely because I mean I was a Mathis fan since I was a little kid. My folks loved Johnny, and and it's one of those things you walk in the studio and he's there, and you just kind of pinch yourself. I've been through this with like Andy Williams and and Andy Griffith and all these people. You know, they're they're so iconic that you walk in and you see them in the flesh and you kind of just start pinching yourself, which is fun anyhow. Yes. But, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's a trip. And Johnny just has that voice, you know, and uh, he's still singing so beautifully. It's well, because he, he never strained his voice. Yeah. My, first, my first encounter with Johnny was supermarket shopping together. And we were all over the supermarket and we were chatting and bullshitting and nobody looked at him. So finally we got to the checkout boy and I said to the boy, do you know who this is with me? He said, not an idea. I said, this is Johnny Mantis. He said, oh, hello, Johnny Mantis. He still didn't know who Johnny yeah. Mantis was. And I really feel that in America, we really uh, – 
cash in our stars very quickly. Yeah. In Europe, in Europe, an artist or an opera singer could be a hundred and be remembered by teenagers. I don't yeah. understand why Johnny Mantis's music is not understood by the young because he is better than Sinatra. He is better than any other male vocalist in the world. Is my opinion. Um, I know the man. I've met him a few times after yeah. that socially. He is shy. He is soft spoken. He yeah. is non-intrusive. He is the kindest, the most gentle, the most beautiful looking man. And when he yeah. sings, you, his voice is his beauty. Because oh, absolutely. He, I, I adore Johnny. I adore him. Yeah. You know, he won't come on our show because he doesn't do interviews. I think he's a little oh. afraid of me. You know, that I, <laughs> I may no, that I may say things that he won't doesn't want let known. And it's, I would it, never it, I would never do that. I adore him. I would if he came on our show, I would just sit here and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah. Well, him. get all the things he thinks you would say about him off on me, and then it'll be a clean slate for yeah. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm good with anything. I really well, let, me, let me tell you something. You're very cool. I like you. You're from my time, probably a little younger than I. But, yeah, I'm 73. Um, okay, I'm 80. We lived in a world that's so different from today. Oh. And you, you and I have that old world spirit, and I hear it in you, and I feel comfortable with you. And I know that uh, – uh, listen, one question quickly before I forget. Yeah. What do you think of Gene Krupa? Oh, Gene was magnificent, fabulous drummer, you know, one of the greats of all time. And just his energy when you see old footage of him playing and stuff, man, the guy was on fire. But, well, you know, all those guys of that area, you know, Buddy, all those all those guys, you know, Louis Belson, they're all like amazing. You know, he always asks everybody that because we we have I like drummers. So we always seem we like, have good friends. At a yeah, we have a lot of friends. Like we had, we had Rick famous. Allen from Def Leppard on two yeah. weeks ago. We've and, got uh, famous drummers, and, friends, and we yeah we just know a lot of drummers. And, and what about so. Pink Floyd and the other guy and the other? Oh, guy? Yeah, St he knows all them. He you know, yeah. you know Page, right? And Stephen Perkins. Yeah. Oh, all those and, guys. Yeah, yeah, dear friend, I love Scott, and I love Scotty's all. Scotty's amazing. Scotty's oh, amazing, and his wife is terrific. I love Page. Yeah, uh, Wayne, 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 and, Wayne, and his and his sister too. Uh, Tanya is really fabulous. Yeah, no, Scotty is a good friend, a, a close dear friend of ours. I'm talking about the drummer. What's his name? Stephen Perkins. Stephen Perkins. Wow, he plays a good drum. Yeah, but um, but Gene, we had Bobby Blotzer wait, from Rad on. We have a lot of drummers. I, I, was, I like drummers. I was like brother to Jane Russell, the legend. She yeah. and I. She and I were dearest friends for years. And I used to ask her about all the uh, stars before I was a, a, an adult. And yeah. I asked her one time, I said, what was Gene Krupa like? She said she knew him. And he was a bit strange, she said. But boy, when he got on those drums, everyone's mouth fell open. Yeah. And they were in awe. And when he finished playing, they'd all look at each other and say, how the hell does he do it? Yeah. I mean, you can't even see his sticks move. He goes so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, these guys are remarkable and everybody's spin on people are different. You know, somebody, somebody will think somebody's God and another think, person will think they're a pant load. You know, you just never know, you know, what, you know, how people take on, on the person as a person. But right. when they sit down at, at their art, that's when that defines them at that point. We like most of them, though. We had Kenny Aronoff on not too long oh, ago. Kenny's, Kenny's, was freaking Kenny, awesome. Kenny's another street artist. We yeah, love, love Kenny. Him. He's a doll, Kenny. But yeah. my two favorite, oh. my two favorite, my two favorite instruments in a band are the drums and the saxophone. Cool. Uh, 
they make the band happen as far as I'm concerned. That's what I hear. When I hear a sax go with those beautiful low sexy notes, and then I hear that drum give me the beat, boom, 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 boom. I have a question. Boom, I get crazy. First of all, we're going to ask a question about Paul McCartney in a minute, but I have a question. So uh, with Phil Collins, are you on in, are you the bass player on in the air tonight? Um, I met Phil after he called me to do that album and I was unavailable. Um, so I started with him on no jacket required. Okay. Before, but I mean, I've mean i played it on the, a million times on the road and it's probably one of the greatest songs to play live ever. It's one of the greatest songs ever written yeah. ever. <laughs> when, when you pre- played for La Streisand, was it a, a, a concert or an album? I've done albums with her. I um, I did the so I did the movie Amir has two faces. I did oh my god, album. I love that movie. I played on Evergreen. Oh, I love a, that too. That's yeah. a beautiful album. Yeah, um, she was great. She's great. She's just the consummate pro. She shows up. She knows everybody's parts. I mean, you. She is like so in command. Uh, it's really a delight to work with her. I, I love her dearly. I so did thing, I, I'm, I did a I'm, thing on my YouTube channel about her, and she actually contacted me and said she really appreciated it. Oh, how cool I'm is glad, that? I'm glad that you said something positive about her because so many people say so many oh. negative things. Oh, fuck she, them. You know, that she's a bitch. She's demanding. She's degrading. She'll degrade an artist on stage or whatever if they're not performing correctly. And I think these are just opinions of some people that got lost in the moment. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you also – when you're when you're as professional as she is, she kind of shows up expecting everybody else to be professional, and she calls out people who are slackers. You know, if if she's doing an album and somebody's in there and they're and they're not doing a good job, she'll say something because it's important to her that it be right, and uh, and then they walk away going, "What a bitch!" But it's exactly. not. She, she just wants it right, and you know, and and she deserves it right, like any artist. If you say yes to a phone call and show up, bring your A game. Absolutely. No, I, I act. I do movies, and I agree with this, because if the director uh, and I don't get along, only in one movie we didn't get along, and that's only because we're best friends for many years. So never work for a director that's your yeah. best friend, because <laughs> they take advantages on you that they wouldn't on others. Yeah. He, sort of, he sort of humiliated me on set. and uh, Not good. Well, he's... He just thought he was being Brooklyn cute, and he wasn't. Uh, yeah. So I, But I don't badmouth him ever. You know, I was, I'll was. i never work with him again, but, yeah. I, but I don't bad, badmouth him. Maintain the friendship. Yes. I, no, not even. I don't like people who badmouth people. Okay. I, don't, I don't think anyone has the right to publicly hurt somebody else's yeah. career that they're working so hard for so many years to become famous. I agree. I agree with you. you know, keep one one thing real quick. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you, and you have this great head of white hair. When I was working with Andy Griffith, Andy had the same kind of hair, and he looked at me in the studio, and he said, who would have thought I'd have all this white hair and Opie be bald? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, love it. Yeah, but you yeah. see, you, you, I, I could never grow a beard like you. I grow a beard like a Chinaman. I have uh, uh, hair on my chin and my little mustache, but there's nothing else on my face. So I, if I wanted to grow your beard, not possible. How long does that take? How long is that to grow that? You know, I've had it for so long. I cut it all the time, but I mean, okay. it's, I've had it forever. So it's it, no, last, time you... I sh- last time I totally shaved was when I got my high school diploma in 65. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Now, are you married? 
Yeah. 65. Now, what is your. So I was born then you were, in 64. Right. <laughs> I was already an adult having kids. But anyway, um, what does your wife think of you, be it? Of course, she loves it because. Well, she, no. Yeah, yes and no. There's times where she, she just kind of just goes, so You think, are you ever going to shave that? She's never seen me clean shave. And we've been together 50 years in December. And she's still Congratulations. Never seen me clean shaven. Good, good for you. Happy marriage. Yeah. She, she's never seen you. Well, you know what? My hair and eyebrows have become my trademark. Yeah. And your beard has become your trademark. Yeah. People, people wouldn't know you without it. I know. And I think I think it's very interesting because to me it's reminiscent of my hippie days when I was a hippie. Yeah. And I, and I love that whole era, you know, love and caring and let's be friends and peace on earth. It was we pretty all, magical. Well, we all believed in something wonderful that I wish people would today. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be a far better planet. Yeah. So 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 a couple of things. Number 1, do you know Mark Stein? Uh, Mark Stein is from Vanilla Fudge. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the only Mark Stein I knew was in Vanilla Fudge, keyboard player. Yeah, because uh, Helene wrote a thing that, like, you got your band opened up for, uh... oh, shit. Uh, what was the name of the band now? I just forgot. That's because you're old. No, Jimi Hendrix. What's Jimi Hendrix's band? Well, the experience. No, no, no. The real band, like, uh, back in the day. Well, uh, it was, well, he had two. I mean, it was the Jimi Hendrix experience. And then it was Band of Gypsies after oh, yeah. that. Maybe it's not Jimi Hendrix. Then. No, it wasn't Jimi Hendrix. No, but if she's talking about that, I was an usher at the Hollywood Bowl when the Beatles played there. And I stayed on for the whole season. And Jimi Hendrix played in Vanilla Fudge opened for Jimi Hendrix. So there may Led be Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin. I was thinking Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I was in a band in the late 60s called Wolfgang. And the uh, and the very first time we ever walked on stage together was at Winterland in San Francisco opening for Zeppelin. In and, and that's why I brought it up because I knew Vanilla Fudge did too. And um, I'm from Florida. I'm originally from Florida. Okay. And Mark Stein lives there, so he used to. I was used to be a clothing designer, and he used to shop in my store oh, all cool. the time. And we would go see them on tour. So she says we need to ask you about Paul McCartney. Let me tell my Paul McCartney Wait, story before first. Before you do that, I want to ask him before I forget because yeah. my age, nobody knows this performer, and I loved his work, Country Joe and the Fish. Oh, absolutely, Country Joe McDonald. Yes, you yeah. knew him. Did you ever meet him? No, I never met him, but um, but I remember them well. All those groups. I mean, the whole Bay Area thing was was amazing. Not, not, when I mention, people go blank. They say, "Who?" I hey, say, "You don't. You don't know who country people that do that. To, yeah, there's people that do that to the when you say the Beatles. No, you know, there's a lot of people that are. Oh yeah, man. There's a lot of people that the just, Beatles. Yeah. It's weird. Actually, you had that happen with Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. I do college. I used to do college uh, seminars, you know, teaching the kids about old Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about Jane Russell, and I see this kid in front of me. He's got a blank face. Then I mentioned Betty Davis. He's got a blank face. Then I said Barbara Streisand, and I couldn't help it. I looked at him. I said, do you know who Barbara Streisand is? He said, no, but I've heard of her. <laughs> and, I, and I just wanted to walk around, walk out of the building and say, you know, fuck it. These kids are so stupid. Yeah. Don't, they, don't they know the history of film and music? We must teach them the history of film and music. They're, they're and not curious. Huh? They're not curious. That's the You're thing. right. No, but if you if you teach, uh, look, I go in there, I tell them stories, old Hollywood stories that I'm famous for. I know all the Hollywood legends because I grew up with them in my yeah. business. 
Jones. And they sit there fascinated. They will tell on Facebook. I just did one on Van Johnson, me having yeah. dinner with Van Johnson as an old guy. And people came and said, Ron, we love your stories. And these are young people. So if you give them an appetite for it, like music, I mean, how many people know your music? Now we all know that you are absolutely outrageous in the performances that you've done with the greatest stars of the business. I mean, you are a legend now. Uh, well, that, not- that's, been, that's been the neat thing about my, this YouTube channel that came out of the pandemic for me is there's so many people where, where like today I did America. I did a, a song, One in a Million, that I recorded with them. So that's my before we came on the air. And I get people that come on and go, I didn't know about that person, but I'm going to go check them out. And then they write me back and they go, oh, I love their music. You know, it's edu- it's like exposing people to things and educating them. Uh, and just, you know, really letting them t- take your lead and then they go on an, on an exploratory adventure to find these things that otherwise they're never going to hear. I love or, America. Or see with movies. And, you know, it's that, that's why I'm happy you're on our show, because we've just educated 4.5 million people that you have played with some of the greatest legends. And they're not all the jerks of today. We have garbage out there for music. Oh, today. Well, there was garbage Our's, then, too. You know, no, when I was, all no, my- it, yeah, but our garbage was good garbage. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's it's been fun because I played on It's Raining Men. I played on I Am Woman, you know, all, all those things. It's It's been a great run. I cannot complain. I've had a... I've had are, a you, are you kidding? You're, you're a super success. Let's, let's go back to... Wait a minute. You are Barbara Streisand with a beard. Let's go back to... Uh, <laughs> let's go back to Paul McCartney. So, like, I used to live in Florida, and I uh, love that. And, uh, and, and Paul McCartney had a house there and a friend of mine lived like four doors down and said, Oh, you know, he's not there, but I know the caretaker, you want to go look at it. So we got to go and see Paul McCartney's house. It was amazing. Um, and Helene says you have a Paul McCartney. Tell us something about Paul McCartney. Well, the thing that was fun to me was there was a concert. They, they've done them many, many years. Uh, it's called the Nebworth, K-N-E-B-W-R-T-H. It's outside of London and it's a huge festival. And in 1990, we played it with Phil Collins, and we also combined with with the uh, the two other guys from Genesis. But it was Page and Plant, Elton, McCartney, um, Clapton, Pink Floyd. I mean, it's like one of these days where everybody you ever dreamed of is performing. And I walked into the canteen area, and Paul was sitting with Linda eating, and I and I thought, I've got to go say something to this guy. I mean, he's meant the world to me. And... I, st- I start heading over to their table and he looks up and he sees me and he goes, oh, man, Lee Scar, I always wanted to meet you. And I said, don't <laughs> fucking do this to me. I, just I, said, I was going to break some glass and crawl through it on my way to the table. And But it was really fun because after the show, I talked to him and um, I said, you know, the last time I heard some of these songs was I was an usher at the Hollywood Bowl when you guys played there. And he just thought that was the funniest thing in the world that, you know. I got paid five bucks to see the Beatles. There you yeah. go. This happened to me. The first Jane Russell said to me, you, Esther Williams, the swimmer, yeah. was Jane Russell's best friend and living in Santa Monica. And Jane said to me, I'm going to uh, Esther's for lunch. You want to come? You'd like to meet her. I said, are you kidding? Of course. I'm, I'll have to interview her also. So I walk into the house and there's Esther, Jane and Esther hugged and kissed. And then Esther said, I heard about you. You're crazy. <laughs> and and you want me on your show? I said, what an introduction, Esther. You should have drowned years ago. And she, sta- <laughs> and she started to laugh her head off. 
She's, I said, who told you I, I'm crazy? She said, Jane did. Because Jane said, Ron wants you on his show, but he's a little crazy. <laughs> so I looked at Jane. I said, thanks for the knife in the back, bitch. No, that's a good introduction. <laughs> well, anyway, I Esther Williams turned out to be one of the most down-to-earth broads I've ever met. I mean, she's really, uh, she was not Hollywood at all. She was totally uh, human. Oh, and it's, it's so gorgeous, and what a great athlete. And she was a lovely person, a, yeah. a, a wonderful hostess and and friendly and warm. And, and of course, she had gained weight and was older, but I could still see a beautiful woman there. Oh, that's but, great. But yeah. I, I, I like Esther a lot. Yeah. So well, let me ask you. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, because I was going to go move to a different subject. So keep your go, thought. Go, and go, go, ahead for, and go it. for it. Go, go My for new it. subject is because we've had. Do you know Tony Franklin? Yeah, Tony's a very dear friend. So Tony Franklin has his own guitar, and so do you. And I, so that's why I wanted to like brag a little bit because you've got the Lee Sklar signature bass. I've got two of them actually with two different companies, but they're diametrically opposed. So there's no conflict of interest, and I'm not a total whore, you know, hawking stuff. That's okay if you're a little whore anyway. No, no, I mean, (laughs) under other circumstances. No, there's a company called Dingwall out of Canada, Sheldon Dingwall. My five-string is made by Sheldon, but then I have a a, a semi-acoustic four-string that's made by Warwick in Germany. And uh, and so they're both signature models. And then I have my main bass, which I call Frankenstein, because it was just body parts that we assembled back in 73 and turned out to be like the greatest monster I ever saw. So um, I'm with that. Uh, so is that your favorite one? Yeah, it's just sitting right here. I, it's the one I just used on the America track because that's what I used on the record. With now let me, let me ask you, where do you live? Don't give us where. Just give us. Where, you know, this, I'm in Pasadena, Kella, out here. Oh, Pasadena. Okay. Yeah. When we get over this virus bullshit, uh, Scott Page performs with Pink, with some of the Pink Floyd people in yeah. that one. That wonderful dome, the dome. Have you been to the Wisdom? The Wisdom. I have not been there yet. Well, listen, let's make a date. Uh, I want to meet you in person. I want to meet you in person. I want a picture with you for my album. Um, (laughs) I'll need a picture with you, too, because I'm actually in the process this week of finishing a coffee table book. Since since 2004, I've got, uh, I I mean, I have over 11,000 pictures of people going, that's my famous picture. Oh. I had it on Facebook. I'm in the car eating lunch because we're going to go film soon. And Jimmy says to me, do not get any grease on my BMW seats. So I just turned. I just to got him. it. It was brand- I just I turned to him and I went like that. Well, that <laughs> it got like a zillion plays. But um, yeah. But, so oh, yeah. Winter, wait, co- winter wait, coffee table coming let out. Let Hold on. Let's, wait, wait, wait. Um, let me get back to the wisdom. It's, uh, okay, you finished the wisdom. Yeah. When Scott plays there, everybody plays there. I will call you and I will say to you, we're going to be there that night. You've got, bring your wife. We have the best time. Afterwards, we go out, we socialize, we have coffee and whatever. I'd love it. It's a, it. wonder, it's, it's a wonderful. I've done so many things with Scott over the years and played with him so many times. I'd love well, to go down there. Scott, I'll tell Wayne to be there also. Yeah, and, and we'll tell Kenny to be there. Every ball yeah. guy. I'll be playing anyway. So. And Kenny's playing. He knows all of them. You know Kenny Olson, right? Yeah. Kenny Olson. He love, knows everybody. I love Kenny Olson. I keep fixing him up. With He's these, like the man. He knows everybody. No, I keep fixing him up with these broads. <laughs> so hold <laughs> I'm on. Like a pimp. Tell us about the book then. So when's the book going to come out? So everybody in the book is shooting a bird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's every well, it's it's 
recognizable people. It's people on the street. It's people at gigs. It's it's all of humanity. I mean, it runs the gamut, you know, with people like Jack Nicholson and Lou Adler and, and Jay Leno and Gwyneth Paltrow. And all. But I've got like everybody. I've got athletes and all these. Um, but we've we've pared the book down to 6,000 photographs. I've still got 5,000 sitting in a folder. And um, it, we're, it, it should be heading to to print um, this weekend, which means I'll have the book by the end of November. So I'm going to dress up like Santa and go and, and treat my channel like QVC <laughs> and be. Pocket book. There you go. I think that's fabulous. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm going to be starting probably in the next week or so. I'm going to be beginning a Kickstarter campaign for it. And so those people will get like autographed copies and all that. It's 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 something that people have been bugging me about for years because they've seen me taking these pictures forever. But all of a sudden I had time because of the pandemic. I was supposed to be on the road through February of next year and everything shut down. So suddenly I, I created this YouTube channel in a clubhouse. I've got a, a live stream at three o'clock today with my clubhouse. And I'm trying to make the most of a really hideous situation. You and me both. It's yeah. very, very difficult. You know, I go on the set. I was just on the set Friday, finishing up a film called Clown Motel 2. And uh, we all had to wear masks, which yeah. I thought was stupid un- until we shot. The minute we shot, yeah. we took- masks off and i said to my director what's the point if we've got it we just spread it you know <laughs> i mean and i and i have been kissing everybody hello and goodbye all that whole so it's, it's a I, tough call it's disgusting it's really yeah. i hate it because you know i'm 80 years old what have i got left and i don't whatever i have left i don't want to be in prison you know i want to enjoy it I, I'm even though my, we are in prison no we don't I, go lo- anywhere. I love my <laughs> friends beyond belief i'm a gemini yeah. I'm, I'm a social i'm a gemini Okay, I love you already. I mean, I'm a no, I'm a social butterfly. I've been all my life, and I have wonderful friends. Over the year, many have died, of course. My, yeah. Mr. Blackwell, Jane Russell, Ter- uh, Rhonda Fleming. No, she's alive still. But anyway, all the old broads, yeah. the old actresses. So I'm kind of in a world now of young people because all the old ones are gone. And I love the young people because they keep me young. Mm-hmm. But, this pandemic is for the birds. I mean, yeah. so let's go back. First of all, we have B. Claudia in the chat room. B. Claudia is from Germany. She, she basically tunes in. She's a big fan and friend of ours, and she, but she loves the musician people more than anybody. And uh, so she'll like totally have an orgasm if you just say hi, B. Claudia, because she'll be so happy. <laughs> B. Claudia, I've been waiting for you so long now. I mean, you you put a you put an absolute smile on my face, and you know. <laughs> You know, you know something. She will work on your Kickstarter like no one else. Yeah, she does that. She will help promote your Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I have it. no idea how to do it. I'm going to have to get some tutorials on how to do this. Properly. It's not hard. It's yeah. not hard. So, do you listen to like? Do you listen to modern day music at all? Well, being being in the profession I'm in as a studio musician, you really have to be cognizant of everything that's going on because you never know what you're going to get called for. And I right. still do a lot of albums with kids in their 20s and stuff. And the thing is, when you walk in the studio, the age disappears. Right. And we're all we're all on, all on the same page working together. And I love it. You know, I mean, there's there's a, a crap. But I think back to crap that I was listening, you know, I heard when I was 20. So. You know, it, it, time, I never heard. I never heard crap at twenty. What were you? Oh, I heard. To? I heard some. Serious like what? Crap. Give me. Give, give me some crap. He was probably behind the scenes. No, but wait more. a minute. Give me some crap. 
Well, you know, there were bands that I just thought were not very good bands that got, you know, had a lot, yeah, oh. had pretty much success. There was a ton of them, like in Hollywood on the Sunset Strip, yeah. you know, playing yeah, that, clubs, like, so. like, like Bones, that group, Bones were terrible. Yeah, I mean, like I wasn't a big fan of the Seeds or some of yeah. those bands. And neither, stuff. neither was I. Neither yeah, was but I. it doesn't mean they were bad. It just means there were others that my energy, you know, was more focused on yeah, that, I, I, that I enjoyed more. You know but, what? Back then, we got so loaded that when the music played, who gave a shit? As long as we could dance to anything, we danced to two cans banging together. <laughs> I was I was in that band. <laughs> I mean, really. I, mean, I, I used to go to the uh, what was it on Sunset Boulevard, the Whiskey Go Go. Yeah, still and, there. Yeah, and everybody played there. That was incredible. I mean, but we really went for the the music and mostly to have fun. And it's the hang. It's the, the hang. It's the hang. And everybody got a little loaded. We all got a little free. And it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, not, the Hullabaloo. Not, the Hullabaloo was a great club. Remember you know, the I, remember, I forgot I remember, about the Hullabaloo. Yeah, I went there and I yeah. and, and I and I saw um the original Sons of Champlin, followed by the 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 early Sly in the Family Stone. And oh the my god, and, I and love the headliner Sly. was Canned Heat. Ah, I love Sly. Did you ever go to the baked potato on Ventura? Oh, Boulevard? yeah, yeah. I love the baked potato. Yeah. You know, I love an intimate club. A good That's friend of ours, a good drummer played there, Earl Palmer. Oh, Earl was uh, Earl played on our first record when I was I love, I love Earl. Earl Holy Palmer. Shit. Earl Palmer was <laughs> a good friend of mine and the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. And I used to go there with all my friends just to hear Earl the nights that he played. And one night Red Fox came in oh, and, I, and I was with my sister-in-law who was a tall, white, blonde, sophisticated broad. And he went over and he said, uh, you're not going to give me a kiss. So she offered her cheek and he stuck his tongue in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> that was Red Fox. He was outrageous. Who's going to say no? No, but I loved Rick, Red, Red Fox. He had a filthy mouth. He's like me, dirty mouthed and dirty pervert. I mean, if a good looking chick walked in, forget about it. What he didn't say and do. He was a womanizer. He was a crazy. Uh, uh, I'll tell you the funniest one of those <clears throat> cats was my wife and I went to a, a Marino's Italian restaurant down in Hollywood one night with one of her girlfriends who was just beautiful. Next table, Jack Lane was there and jack was so all over her girl and he's sitting with his wife and he's like five, four, he was like five four and and uh, yes. brooke, and brooke was wife? about five eleven and he was like climbing her right wait and and jack's wife <laughs> jack's wife was like five i was with mr blackwell eating in a greek restaurant uh, in la and jack was there with his wife and jack walked over to our table and he looked at at uh mr blackwell he said Yo, fuck, you're still alive. How are you? And he was a cool guy. He said that to Black, well, you are, you all fuck, you're still alive. Yeah, he was the littlest guy in the world. Not only was he short, but he was petite. Yeah. And on film, when he does the, the commercial, he looks so big and tall. Yeah. And his wife had to be four foot eight. She was like a dwarf. I mean, yeah, cute, it was it was funny. He woman. he was sitting at the table, like flexing his arm, going, "Here, feel my muscle. Feel my muscle. <laughs> no muscle." <laughs> he, uh, was yeah, a, he was he was he was it was into his life. He was a real character. I love characters. Yeah, I do. I do. I need new character, Mister yeah. Blackwell. You know, who, so, Mister Blackwell. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, his fashion. Richard, Richard Richard was my best and dearest friend. We hung out all the time, and. Uh, he, he and Shaja Gabor, I mean, he tells a story that the first time he went to Shaja Gabor's house, the dog had shit on the rug. And, and, and Shaja was so busy looking at the shit and telling the maid how to clean it. And Blackwell was standing there. 
And Blackwell looked at it. He said, as soon as you get finished with the shit, I would like to speak to you. So she looked up and then she went back to the shit. Mr. Blackwell turned around and walked out. And, and there never was a friendship ever again. Wow. <laughs> he used to okay. say that she wears so many feathers. She looks like she's in a tree giving birth to eggs. So <laughs> so real quick, though, go back. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, so go to, oh, shit, now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, Eileen. Okay, first of all, I don't know if I already said to say hi to Eileen, but say hi to Eileen Shapiro. She, she doesn't know how to get in the chat room, so she's texting me. I things. know. that's It's breaking my heart because Eileen is such a, she, I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Eileen. She's, she's the conduit to everybody. Did you ever see her tits? I, I've seen some pictures on. Uh, she has the, the biggest set of jugs in the world. And Ron made them famous. And I made them famous because <laughs> I adore Eileen. She's like my sister. I, That's I mean, great. She, she's my dearest, best friend. And she's my business partner. So. Right. <laughs> and I say to Eileen, you know, she slept over our house and I saw her without a bra in a nightgown. I said, Eileen, my God, those fucking things. They're like, like bombs, you know, like uh, torpedoes. I don't they hurt? And she said, not at all. I'm used to them. <laughs> so I said, I bet you, every, and it's true, every guy that meets Eileen wants a banger. Yeah, everybody wrong? likes Eileen. All the guys we introduce her to, they all want a banger. I said, what the fuck does she got besides the tits? It's so wonderful. <laughs> I mean, so, you know. So anyway, I, she has a question. Yeah. Her question is, do you know Billy Idol? Billy, you know, she just wrote this book, Waiting for Adam, all about, like, you know, all the people she interviewed and trying to interview Adam Ant. Now she wants to interview Billy Idol. She wants to know if you know Billy Idol. Well, I I, I did an album with him, but I haven't seen him in years. Um, so. You're out of luck, Eileen. Sorry. <laughs> Eileen is crazy about Adam Ant. Well, she, Adam, Adam had his moment in the sun, that's for sure. Man, the, the, well, she, she, she would bang him in a second, a New York second. She's so hot for that guy. And I said, he Helene looks, says I, Eileen's tits can't be as big as Dolly Parton's, but I think Dolly Parton had a reduction. So no, they are no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dolly Parton's body is a lot thinner than Eileen's. But the tits are the same. I'm a tit man. I know what I'm talking about. She's got Dolly. Just fuck laugh out loud. And B Claudia from Germany said that she's totally going to get your book, and she's just 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 subscribe to your YouTube channel so she can. Right. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. What's the name of your book again? Um, uh, I'm not releasing any of that until it's going to the cover and the title. Everything's going to be a surprise when the Kickstarter hits. I love it. Okay. Well, then when the Kickstarter hits, you're going to. You got to let me know because I have a bunch of. Uh... No, but you're going to come back on this show. I'm inviting you. I would love uh, to. I would yeah, love. This to. way we can help you raise the funds and get your book going. Great. Because well, you know what? Let me tell you something. And this is no smoke up your ass because I don't do that. Um, you have now become music legend. Because the amount of work that you have done with the celebrities that you have worked with puts you in the category of fabulous. And, and, and he likes you because you, you guys go to all the same places. <laughs> no, I, I want to ask, ask him one more question. Yeah, please. please. And if he, if he worked with her, I'm leaving the show and I'm going to kill myself. Okay. Did you ever work for Peggy Lee? No, you don't have to kill yourself. But oh, boy, good. I, sure, I sure was a fan of Peggy. and, and You? All I the songs she wrote, like for Lady and the Tramp and all those things. I you mean, kidding? She she wrote songs for Jane Russell. Yeah. No, that, Jane, Peggy, that Jane used in her show. Peggy yeah. Lee is my all favorite favorite female singer. There's nobody like Peggy Lee. Even yeah, though I she, she sang before she sang before the music or before, after the music. I thought, forgot how it was. Beryl Davis, does that name mean anything to you? I've heard the name. 
Beryl Davis was a singer and her husband was a CEO of Capitol Records. And okay. Beryl and I were driving one day and she looked up and she said, oh, Peggy Lee, when she was alive, lived there. I said, you knew Peggy Lee? She said, yes. I said, Beryl, how many years ago? She was still alive and I know you. She said, of course she was. Beryl, why didn't you ever introduce me to Peggy Lee? I'm going to kill you. She said, I didn't think you cared. I said, I don't care. So I play in my wow. fucking car. It's Johnny Mantis and Peggy Lee. And you know what she said to me? Oh, Ron, too bad. Peggy would have loved you. I wanted to punch her in the face. And I don't hit, <laughs> and I don't hit women, but I'd like, and I love Beryl Davis was my dearest friend. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's sad to think, you know, when you're that close and it doesn't happen. Yes. I mean, really and truly. I so how, how let's let's take that to you then. How, who's somebody that you've been that close, but it didn't happen that you thought, oh, my God, I would have loved to, like, actually get to work with them. Do you have a like a bucket list of somebody that you I mean, twenty six hundred fucking albums and no. probably not too many people that you have missed. No, but there's people who I really love their music and I haven't had a chance. I love Steve Winwood. I've always been a winner. Oh, yeah. And I've never had the chance to play with him. And. I've, you know, I've been close to and hung with Elton, but I've never been able to to go on, you know, tour with him or record. There's a there's a few out there, but, you know, I think, you know, it's nice just to share everything. So there's, you know, lots of gigs out there. I just want to see everybody busy and working. Yeah, but you don't get greedy. You've done enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've, you've got some resume, my friend. Uh, the question I wanted to ask, I just forgot. Being 80 sucks. You forget everything. You got to do everything, interrupt people and do but it. But it's quick. all fresh every time you come up with it again. Yeah. <laughs> because you forgot that you said yeah, it. Yeah, you forgot you said it. Uh, what was the question I wanted to ask? That's you? hilarious. And it was a good. Oh, 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 oh. My favorite song of all time is Crystal Blue Persuasion. Oh. And I put it on Facebook and said to the young people today, listen to the lyrics because this is what we need today. And now I just found out that Tommy James is coming on our show soon. Really? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, maybe he'll bring a couple of chandelles with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to unscrew them from the ceiling, the chandelles. <laughs> oh, he, had, he, he, had, chandelles. he had some great songs. But, you know, all those guys, I, I did an album with Dion. And I'll tell you, the most fun thing was he was goofing around and he did like a hip hop version of the wanderer just for fun. We didn't even record it. We were all sitting there and we went, are you kidding me? It was so good. How cool is that? How cool is yeah. that? It's those behind the scenes, though, things, those are the kind of things that you like always remember, you know, that you did, did you ever work with Dion Warwick? Oh yeah. I did a bunch of Dion Warwick stuff. Yeah, I love well, Dion. What's because yeah, a lot of stuff I, I did a lot of uh, Hal David was a dear friend and Burt Bacharach. So I did Burt, a lot of stuff yeah. that, that they, you know, they yeah. were involved. Oh my with. God, I love make it easy yeah. on yourself. I, I, I met oh, Burt, Burt Bacharach. I, my friend Perry Winkler lived up in Truesdale Estates. And that's where uh, Burt and uh, Angie, Angie uh, Dickinson. Yeah. Lived. They, matter of fact, they were three or four houses down. And Angie Dickinson was the, the sweetest woman in the world. Yeah. Bert, Bert was very shy and very nice. And they had a daughter that had some sort of a retardation or something. Mm. Uh, and it was sad because here they were, these famous people who do so much and they have to have this horrible thing happen to their child. Well, it's like being a great singer and you have a child that's deaf. Yes. Exactly. Well, this is what this was. I mean, the, I don't think the daughter got it, who Bert yeah. was or Angie what, was. What is your producer switch? Um, this goes back to the great Tommy Tedesco, um, who was the greatest studio guitar player that ever was. We were doing a movie 
over at, at um, the Universal um, lot, the, at Universal Studios, used to have a great studio on the property. And we used to do all the shows like Magnum P.I. and Hill Street Blue. I mean, oh, I love that. Um, Rockford Files <laughs> and all those things. But I was sitting with Tommy and the barricades. You, you look like Kilroy when you were sitting there. All you saw was like this much of our faces. And the conductor was across the room and he said to Tommy, he says, now, could I hear a, like a mandolin on this? So Tommy bends over and picks up his instrument and plays. He goes, no, he went through like a half a dozen instruments wanting to hear different sounds. And I'm dying. I'm crapping my pants because I'm right next to Tommy. And Tommy's only bending over and sitting back up. He only had his acoustic guitar with him. So he was pretending he was picking something else up <laughs> and then playing in different positions. And when it was over, I looked at him. I said, I just learned more in five minutes how this business works than I did in all my formal education. So I went home with one of my main bases and I drilled a hole in it and stuck a switchcraft switch in the hole, but there was no wires or anything. So if somebody would ask me, can you make that, can you make that shimmer? Can you make that more mauve? Um, I would make sure they could see me flip the switch and then I'd play in a different position and they were thrilled. And it saved me a lot of education. And then word and then word got out. <laughs> Trick, tricks of the biz. Tricks yeah, it's all placebos. Yeah, you just. I like how you, you are one. It. You are one hell of a terrific, interesting guy. What so about like? Do you like? I like. I like Miley. So I, I like Miley Cyrus a lot. Have you played on anything for Miley Cyrus? I didn't do anything. I worked with Billy Ray, but I never worked with Miley. And I, 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 I did some comments on her stuff early on, where I said, "You actually are really a talented girl," and so much of what she was doing was such a distraction from her actual abilities. Um, she has a new song she just released last week, and it is awesome. I freaking oh, love cool. it. Well, that's yeah, like, that's what's the one that wore the meat? What was her name? She, oh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. She's, she's got so good. Great, better talent than what she puts out there. I mean, she's an opera singer. She's a very good ballad singer. Yeah, I and, saw her with Tony at the, with Tony at, Bennett. At the Hollywood Bowl, and she was, yeah. she, she was great. And she's fabulous. The thing is, it's kind of like all these things. It's like you guys. How many people want to do something like this how do you rise to the top? You've got to have a, a, a shtick or a hook or anything like that. Chem chemistry. Yeah, and it's a, it's and a big field of people. So she came out, and with all her talent, the first thing she did was make something that caught everybody's eye. So she got all the attention. Once you've got that, then you can go ahead and introduce them to your talent. But you've yeah. got to have an audience before that well, happens. She and she. She and Tony definitely had uh, chemistry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the magic bounced back and forth. Uh, this, the reason why Jimmy and I are successful is we have chemistry. Besides, we're legally married. But um, it's the yin and the yang, you know, the crazy and the sense. Exactly. You have a vibe, the two of you guys. I mean, it's yeah. like you, you're, you're exactly the same and totally different. Exactly. Yep. Well, the one thing that I base myself on is I tell the truth. I am a I am at a fault with it. I mean, some people hate me for telling the truth, but I feel um, don't give like I would never praise you as I did if you weren't who you are. And I'm not being if you weren't any good. And I'm not being wonderful about it. If you yeah, suck, yeah. I mean, I've had some shit on this show you wouldn't believe that the date when we left the studio, I said to Jimmy, you ever put that fuck back on? I'm quitting. <laughs> Yeah, a torture chamber, you know, and they yeah. sit there with this fucking ego, like who they are. They made two films that suck, and they are so grand and wonderful, you know. And I hate that kind of bullshit. Well, we I, find I dealt with artists like that too, you yeah. know. I go in the studio, and and sometimes the lamest people have, uh, to, but, the well, because they deep down in their soul they know they suck, so they put this defense up. 
that, exactly. you know, and you just kind of go, okay, well, I know who to say no to if they call again. Right. But when, but when I'm there with them working, I still give it a hundred, like I would. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I you have to. You have to. It's your, yeah. I, work, I work with actors like that. Yeah. I'm not to mention, but a movie, a couple of movies ago that I did, we had a guy on set that I think we were going to put his name before the name of the fucking film, you know, that he was so arrogant and he had two lines and two lines in the movie, but you earned all the praise I give you because to achieve what you achieve with those people, you have to be sensational. I would love to hear you play solo something. I asked Scott. You can hear him. We can go to his YouTube channel. Well, I'm yeah, going. come to me. Yeah, come join me. Because oh, I'm telling you, uh, beyond but what the way, if we have the time, I'll tell you real quickly how this all started. Um, we had just finished this two years on the road with Phil Collins. And um, I had guys writing to me saying, you know, I saw you and it was in a big stadium. And I, I, I could hear you, but I couldn't hear details sometimes because of the venue. And so what I thought I would do is I contacted our front of house mixer and had him send me the show from Adelaide when we played there because it was a real good show. They were all good shows, but this was a good show. So what I did was I, I loaded it into my laptop. I have a little speaker plugged into the laptop and I have a bass amp. So what I did was I would play. I said, I'm going to do the entire show one song a day. And so I did the first song of the show. You could hear the track. And then my bass part was sitting on top of it rather than in it. And I started telling stories about things. And like three songs into it, I had people writing to me going, man, we love your YouTube channel. I went, what YouTube channel? I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. And suddenly <laughs> it had evolved into a channel. And now I've got about 200 videos since the pandemic began on there. And I pick a song every day that I've worked on and, and play it along. I have to le- relearn some songs I played 50 years ago, like with James Taylor. Um, but And then I tell all kinds of road stories and backstories about the, everybody. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, in a few months, I ended up, I've got 132,000 people on my channel. Good for you. Yeah. Good for, it's good, great. Good for us yeah. at our age that we could still belt them out. Question. Yeah. Ever, ever play for my other sweetheart, Tina Turner? You know, I wish I, I actually played a bit a bit of a live gig with Tina. Tina was involved when when Phil Collins did. I think it was Tarzan, um, the, yeah. the music for Tarzan. And Tina sang one of the main songs. Well, Tina, we flew to New York to do the premiere of the show. And, and Tina flew in from Switzerland to sing with us. And man, I'll tell you. It was such an absolute treat. I mean, she came in like Streisand, like this total pro. She pro. Had like we had like a dozen background singers, and she immediately walked up, said, "I want to hear each of you place them all, so they would be balanced on their mics." And I looked over at Phil. He was like a pig in shit because he suddenly she took over, and he was going, all he want all he's ever wanted to do was play drums. That's what he's the best at. And he's one of the best drummers in the world. I love another it. question. Uh, another yeah. question. The yeah. queen of Queens, Miss Patty LaBelle. I've worked with, I did some recording with Patty. And I love I, her. Tell me she's wonderful and nice and sweet. She was great. She was, I mean, I saw the, the, the Patty LaBelle and the Bluebells open for the stones at the, at the, um, uh, down in, uh, was, what was it? The sports arena back in the late sixties. And she was, Singing her ass off then. I mean, she's just, she's got one of the great tools yes. in this business. She hits notes that everybody tries to hit. And they yeah. Can. 
Yeah. I love Patty LaBelle. Uh, I almost came close to Jimmy and I meeting her. She coming to our house for dinner twice because we're good friends with um, Kim Sledge, Kathy Sledge, Kathy Sledge. Mm -hmm. Sister from Sledge. Sister Sledge. Yeah. And Kathy lived the town over from us. And I said, you know, why don't you and your husband come over for dinner one night? And she said, oh, you know what? Would you like me to bring Patty LaBelle to meet you? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Would I like it? Give me yeah. a break. You know, please, Kathy. I said, absolutely. Then we and, moved. And then we moved because, oh. we, yeah. How about one more? We're going to ask Queen because our next guest is getting ready to come in. Okay. Uh, Queen, did you work with Queen? No, because Queen is a self-contained group. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, people have say, have you ever played with McCartney? I go, he's a bass player. Yeah. We had fun one time. We got called to do a, uh, a demo uh, of a song that uh, Paul and Linda wrote. And, they're, and, and, and it's really funny. Their next door neighbor, his name was Michael Bolton. I love Michael <laughs> but Bolton. But it wasn't that Michael oh, Bolton. Oh, not that Michael Bolton. No. But it was just funny, and uh, and it was really fun. So that's as close as I got to working, uh, doing anything with them. As we did this demo, it was me and Greg Filling Gaines, a whole bunch of us in the studio, and we had to sign a disclaimer that we wouldn't talk about it. But that was years ago and stuff. Yeah, okay. It's a, so it's a funny business. You know? Eileen sent me a text that you're supposed to make sure you check your text about the European radio show, please. And um, and we're gonna we have another guest that should be coming in any second now. They're gonna, they're gonna kick ass. They're going to kick ass. Well, we're going to see you at the Wisdom for sure. And Absolutely. If, and if you don't show up, I will find where you live and I will come with a buzzer. And okay. I will buzz off that fucking beard and sideburns. <laughs> and then I will take pictures of you and post it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> there you I love that by the way. All right, everybody. So this is Leland Squar. Please hey, Leland, check out his YouTube channel. It's Leland Squar and join the clubhouse. He plays today at three o'clock Pacific time. Join him, Leland. We want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been fabulous, and we will see you soon. And when and, the book's please, ready to come out, we'll please out. check out our group, the immediate family. The immediate family, you guys. Google to. it. And thank yeah, you. please. Thank you'll you. you'll love it. You'll love it. Thank you for all the you good show. The best. No, you so are. Thank, thank you. No, you are. Well, no, you are. Thank you for the good show. We are. Yes, we are. we are. I love we it all. Are. Leland, thank you so and much. There we go. Soon. I love it. Woo! There we go. Bye-bye, <laughs> Leland. Bye, Leland. Yay, what everybody. A sensational guy. He, everybody listening or watching it, isn't he sensational? So, I wish all our guests were like him. So, you guys, real quick, you can listen to us weekly uh, on our home station, W4CY Radio. We're also on K4HD Radio. Uh, in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And on TV, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, and JSW Television at JimmyStarsWorld.com. Now we're going to bring in our next guest, Trench. is coming in, Jimmy and Andrea. Hey! How you doing? Are you Good, how are right? you? Hey, yes. Right. yes, just talk loud. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. See you in... Person, Ron. How are you, Jimmy? I'm good. So, well. I have a question. A question. Do we pronounce it Andrea or Andrea? Andrea. All right. So we got Andrea. You guys, Andrea's. And how do we pronounce your last name? Uh, Zatiero. I'll never get that. Okay. <laughs> He's so bad with names. And Jimmy Ferris. I can do Jimmy because Jimmy and Jimmy, you guys, and these are trench. So let me do an intro for us. 
Um, all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the greatest new bands on the planet. Their name is Trench. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Ron. How are uh, you? They already know you. They already know who you are because they watch the I, uh, show. So, like, I don't have to introduce you. Oh, good, good. I hate that fucking introduction. Listen, <laughs> well, about, you're, you're kind of like, I feel like we're the same thing some ways. Well, Ron's out of control and fun, wild. And uh, I get crazy. Jimmy, it's yeah, calm. Andy's the same. I, well, I never know what she's going to say, but it makes life worth living. Well, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy questioned. It's her name, Andrea or Andrea. The definition of that is. Andrea, if you're Andy, wait, no, no, wait. Andrea, if you're from Brooklyn, and Andrea, if you're a queer from Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> She's gorgeous, by the way. Uh, so, 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 you guys are an American. Are you guys, you guys actually live in Las Vegas, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Right now, we do. We do. We do. <laughs> it was uh, Viva Las Vegas when we got here, but then I, I don't know. I hope it wasn't something we did, but everybody went away. <laughs> It's more like Viva Roast Your Balls Off in Las Vegas. It's so hot there. So we have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Is there anybody hey, in there everybody. from FSU? I oh, I don't know. Is. Did you actually go to FSU? I see the thing back uh, there hiding. And no. I, I played some gigs up there, and uh, I loved it. And and. Uh, we I have went, some friends who are cheerleaders there. Uh, I went to I University of I went to University of Florida, so like I'm like your rival. I'm the FSU rival because I went. But you guys actually met in Florida, right? Yes, we did. We did a lot of gigs <laughs> for the Trojans too. So and he still and, uh, keeps Jim, me around somehow. Jim Jimmy may be your rival, but I'm not because I was kicked out of high school at 16. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. Yeah, yeah. I was so bad and so out of control. They said either straighten out or leave. And I said, goodbye. I don't need to learn to how to spell and add. I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to be famous. And all the people that did it and all the kids that studied and went to college, they're making $12 a week. And I became who I am. So fuck them. And, and, and education. It's not necessary. Sometimes learn how to read. That's important. <laughs> And then go out and make. I mean, look at you. Look at you too. Wait, when you wait. Got, when you dropped out of school, did your mom yell at you like this, Ron? No, my mother said to me, I'm "You little." You. My, my mother said to me, "You little fuck. You better get a job now. Go to work." No, seriously. Um, you're like, you're, how do you, I turn you, it back to silent film, mom? No, wait a minute. All of your career. All of your. Uh, all of your knowledge has nothing to do with your music. So you chose to be a musician and not a school teacher. And that's how I feel. I chose uh, being in films and television and doing what I'm doing now. I could never be a uh, CEO of like Costco. He, he said though, he said like, did you want to like reel it back to silent films? And in actuality, his mom was a silent film actress. My mother was. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny Gabriel. Saying, it, it <clears throat> silently and then write it out on a thing. You know? yeah. <laughs> no, my, 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 no, my mother. No, I get it. No, we get it. <laughs> I got it when you did it. I got it. No, my mother couldn't yell at me you because did, my, 
My grandfather died when my mother was 14, and my mother had to quit school and go to work. You need a biscuit to support her mother. So my mother was at 14, you know. But back in those days, at 14 years old, she knew more than college students know today. I don't know what happened to the schooling today. People just don't learn as quickly as they did back, back, and way back then. Yeah, but you guys, you guys have, haven't always been a band. How long have you guys, first of all, how long have you been married or, or a couple? Uh, six years. Six years. And how long has Trench been a band? Six years in May. Okay. Okay. So I now- was looking for a lead singer, and I asked her if she wanted to leave her band and do that, and she basically said, well, if, if we're going to sing together, we'll have to have chemistry, and then we'll fall in love. And so so embarrassed about like this part. are you available to fall in love god says you are and i was like that's really heavy for a hello talk yeah. <laughs> so, um, i tried Shame to run away me. she chased me down a few times and it's it's getting cost the best thing ever happened you know absolutely she's and, absolutely and, gorgeous and, and let me say something to andrea and if he does so uh, andy, andy andy thank you andy listen to daddy if he doesn't marry you next year, kick him. No, out. they're already married. I think. Oh, they're married. Are you guys married already or no? We got married uh, uh, immediately. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought I realized I'd get fifty percent if I married her. It was over. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I thought you were living together for six years. I was going to say uh, to her, you're wasting time on this jerk. If he doesn't no, marry you, lose no. him. But no, you're married, so now what? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. He, he likes people to be married and. I believe in marriage. Plus, you have to like have you have to be married to her because look at her. I mean, like she goes walking down the street. Everybody's going to be chasing after. Her, and if you got a ring on the finger, then you don't have to worry. She looks like a gorgeous Italian actress. Are you Italian? You. Are you Italian? I'm, Italian. I'm yes. Her name's Zadiero. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm Italian too, so I know yeah. you know we we wops know each other. <laughs> I knew, yeah. We, the eyebrows, yeah, she brought yeah, up the we're, eyebrows. We're gorgeous. Italians are beautiful people. That's yeah. why all the, all the that's why all the horny all the horny old ladies go to Italy to meet Italian lovers. Did you know that? Old women, like sixty-five and seventy, they all go to Italy to pick up young Italian men. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. But so, wait, what are you, Jimmy? What's Ferris? That's English. I, yeah, it's Irish, Scotch. means like an uh, iron warrior, I guess. Yeah, see, I'm Irish and Scottish, too. It's like Ferris, like blacksmith or something, you know? Right. But let me tell you something. You married an Italian woman, so you have to be well, be, care, be, be careful. Because Italian... I'm an absolute angel, right from heaven. And, and no, 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 you I, have to I'm be careful. Back in the start long, you have yeah, to I be careful. my job. You have to be careful of her because one minute she's wonderful and loving, the next minute she's a temptress and a temper. Ah! I, nah, you and me both. <laughs> this one too. You Jimmy, I feel for you. I love it, Andy. I love it. I love it. I love that. I think that's hilarious. That's what I tell Jimmy. I think that's probably the most common lie anyone ever does. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. Or I'm not mad. I'm upset. How no, what does that mean? In the Italian, in the Italian culture, from very young, we are taught: do not only love your mate because they will walk all over you. You have to love them and then hate them. When you hate them, they feel sorry for you and they behave. Then 
<laughs> but it's, don't you find that to be the truth? <laughs> Andy, answer that question. Andy, answer that. The last she, part, when you hate them, you'll feel sorry for them. Is that when you hate them, they'll no. feel sorry for you because you're so stupid you'll hate them. In other words, if you if you always kiss his ass and you're sweet to him, he's going to walk all over you. He's got you in the bag. It's like, okay, I got it for sure. But if you act bitchy and fight with him, he starts to get nervous and say, oh, my God, I might lose her. And then they get sweet and nice. Like, Jimmy, he gets nice to me. And I, I, I tell Jimmy, tomorrow I call the lawyer. It's over. Get the fuck out of my life. And he gets sad. And then he gets so sweet. Honey, can I rub your back? You want me to fix you? <laughs> You got to do that. You can't just be nice all the time. They, they walk on. We had a guitarist once who had had some drinks, and he thought it would be a good idea to inform me, Ron, that uh, he's like, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, if you ever get in a fight with Andy, uh, have you insulated yourself with a, a prenuptial agreement or some way that she won't get any money and you can't? You can just kick her out of the group and we can move on? Have you figured all that out? And I'm like, she's right there. Yeah. And you're saying you can hear it. I, 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 I think, yeah, you got rid of the right one. You got rid of the right one. Yeah. And, and I think that Andy could bury all Shovel of Shovel work late at night. I told, I was like, she's, a, he, he couldn't see she was Italian, I think. Uh, Unless he thought she was something that would let him live. Oh what what a mistake he made. I looked over at her and she wasn't saying a word. And I knew that was not good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Italians are the opposite of Irish. The matter we get, the more we're like, ah, oh, but Italians are like, Italians start like, hey, I really like your suit. And then when they're about to kill you, they're like, what did you just say? <laughs> it's, it's true. There. You know, we have an old saying. We have an old saying in Brooklyn. If I didn't like you so much, I wouldn't tell you to go fuck yourself. Uh-uh. Got the, an, got, got the analogy of that? In other words, we said it, but you're not offended. So we have a way of working at Italians. And then when we're fed up with you, we just turn around and say, I hope you die. You're no good, you son of a bitch. Croak. You know, stuff like that. And then an hour later, we're in bed having sex, making love and telling each other how much we love each other. And that's being Italian. <laughs> love Italians. We were mad, but just start cleaning the house. I'm not mad. I'm just doing the dishes. I'm not mad. <laughs> I like so love it. If you keep her at the right level of mad, Please she'll clean the house and just a little more and she'll burn it down. I like love it. All right, so let's talk. You guys got a brand new single. First of all, you have an album that came out not too long ago, Doves of War. Now you got a brand new single, not on the album. It's a great song. It's very reminiscent of me. I thought it it's very reminiscent for me, at least, of like a, a cross between like Big Audio Dynamite and like I don't know, like in excess or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. A lot of people don't even know who Big Audio Dynamite is, but they were like my favorite band growing up. Um, and so it's really, really good. Tell us a little bit about the song and, uh, and, and, and go for it. Just tell us something about it. What do we need to know? Uh, we wrote the song uh, maybe five years ago. It was one of the first ones we actually wrote together. And it was like that moment when we knew we had something. I mean, something amazing. And uh, then over like a very short period of time, we realized we didn't have anything else amazing to go with it. So we shelved it ourselves. And I just kept practicing the instruments. Uh, most of all the albums you've heard, I'm playing um, everything. And, you know, I have other people I play with all the time. I'm not like one of those like shut-ins or something. But 
uh, on the tracks. I'll track by track record anyway, even if I have 10 people there. So I ended up playing most of the stuff. And I just felt like I, we started with Doves of War uh, in 2014. It wasn't good enough uh, because the songs had a lot of places to go. And I just frankly wasn't fast and, and decent enough, I thought. So we shelved it, shelved that song, kept looking for gold and made United in Rock and brought that out, which was a lot simpler to play and depended a lot more heavily on my EDM uh, composition skills. And so we released that. It did good. And after about three years of practice, I was able to play what I wanted to play on anything. And so like the guy that you just had on, he, he's amazing. Leland. He, he, he plays a bass, but... Like, there's all these jokes that, like, oh, no, it's a bass solo. That's the most horrible thing ever. Um, but that guy could play with Phil Collins, just him playing and Phil singing. And that's it. Nothing else. Phil's, if you go and listen to, uh, what's my favorite one? From Phil Collins? Yeah. Paradise. Well, screw, screw, screw Phil Collins. Screw Phil Collins. Well, I, let me hear you. Let me hear you play. I'm anxious. I want to hear your music. Play. Go. Go. Go, boys. Go. go wait. Boys. How, you, how are you guys going to do this now? So. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay. Tell them about this guitar because this is amazing. This is a. Uh, this is Ice Caliber. I also call her Icy Lady. She's a standard size uh, Fender Jazz, but with a few of my own mods. Um, and she's made from bulletproof glass window. So she's not Luddite or acrylic or something that thunks. She's actually got the resonance of, of superior to maple um, resonance in every single way. She's better than cherry. But she doesn't have to have a truss rod because she's strong like a bank window, which is what she is. She's well, a bank window. Well, it's a bank window. Listen to me. You're a lucky guy. That's cool. Wait, when Andy comes after you with a shotgun, just put that guitar in front of you. <laughs> Covers the balls, Ron. Yes, he covers his balls. I need to protect this or this. After I finished cleaning the yes. whole house. It's like he <laughs> shot down there, not worth living. So I know. You know All the, the so. Italian women are taught go for the balls because my mother used to say that to my sister. If a guy ever gets fresh with you, you just grab him by those nuts and squeeze him. He'll never do it again. And I said, Ma, he might like that. My wonderful mother used to laugh so hard at that movie that uh, I think it was called baby boom or something but the girl goes just grab him by the apricots and twist right and it's then, true <laughs> my wonderful redheaded mother i remember several times she stepped out of her character and that was my fa one of my favorites sorry mom there um, you go uh you know that must really work it, it absolutely works. Believe me, it works. Uh, if ever, if ever a woman is, if ever you're being a woman is being jumped by a man, a, raped or being assaulted, grab those nuts and twist them. The guy is paralyzed. There's no way he can move or do anything. And if it's really painful enough, you, 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 you like, no, you, I, whose side are you on? <laughs> no, it's, well, no, I, it, the words it's a, that are coming out of your mouth are being. She looks like she's not. She's writing it down. <laughs> no, she knows it already. Her, no, her mother taught her that in private. Yeah, she already knows all that she stuff. She knows all about her that. About okay. Tall probably yeah. runs the uh, Escobar family right now or something. Well, most you know? Italian mothers are smart and their daughters listen to them. All right, so here's what we're going to do. So first of all, the song you're going to play is Loud and Clear then, right? That's the new single? That's the one you guys well, are going to play? Play it, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I want to hear it. All right, so you guys... Yeah. 
They're gonna go play. Go, they're go gonna play. go. They're gonna go reveal their little stage. It's gonna be very cool. Okay. Um, so you announce the song real quick, Andrea. Announce the song and then you run back there. Oh, and we've got somebody else. Okay. Oh, look, there's an orchestra. Uh, yes. A band. Yeah. Andrea, you announce the song. Yeah, we're gonna play loud and clear. We're trans. We're gonna play loud and clear. All right. All right. Yay! Hey, how you doing back there? Nice to see you. All right, you guys, rock and roll. All righty, let's go. All right, you guys. So this is going to be the first time we've ever done this. We've got Trench playing their brand new single, Loud and Clear. And, and wait a second, are they coming in over air or are they mic'd? No, they're coming in over air. Okay, folks, listen to me. You lose a lot of quality when you go over air. You, okay. you lose. Can you hear us loud and clear? Yeah, you'll be able to hear you. You'll be able to hear them. All right, you guys, rock and roll. Let's go, everybody. This is Loud and Clear by Trenched. Enjoy. To hear you live is really the experience. I love it. Andrea, you sound awesome, too. you got such a great voice. It's not not only gorgeous, but a great voice, you guys. Congratulations. Yay. Of course she does. She's Thank Italian. You. Italians all have good voices. Five octaves. You can bring the rest of the band in if they want to say hi. Hey, guys. Yeah, bring those fellas in. Let's bring them in. Let's say hi. Hi, guys. Get over here. Come in. Come yeah, in. Come in come real in. quick and say hi and come tell in. us who you are. Don't be shy. Get over here. This is Amante. And, I'm and he was a long way away a little while ago, and this religious fella told him, 
you need to get your butt to Las Vegas. They need you out there. And so he did. And here he is. And we did. And Yay. We did it, man. Okay. And the other guy, is that your son? It's my 19-year-old son who, when I met yes. her and we started playing, he said, what's the, what's the, he was young. He was like, it's 2014. He's like, what's the plan, dad? What's, what's the plan? I'm like, well, <laughs> we have to make so much money. Those uh, sons of bitches in black robes are afraid to mess with us. Your son so looks. Your son looks like you. Smart enough to do anything with this. Don't and they look alike, father and son? I love it. Okay. So, so and what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Demetrius. Demetrius. Hey, Demetrius. You guys look so much alike. It's not even funny. Well, the old lady's there too. If you look. Yeah. But that's not the wife. I mean, that's not the mother. Yeah. Oh, that's not the mother. No, they've only been together six years. He's nineteen. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, as I said, I dropped. I dropped out of school. But you know what? I thought there was the, the chin. He and he he and Andy have the same chin. And yeah, you guys actually do. Andy, like you look like you could be brother and sister with Demetrius. No, you look like you could be his well, mother. No shit. Me and her call each other the Bobsy twins. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at the shape and of the faces. Kind of like Bobsy twins. And Amante, how long have you been playing drums? Come and tell them. Yeah, get it. Get, tell them how hard right. and how. Where, where how did he go? Where, where did he go? Listen, don't don't be don't be don't be camera shy. Only four only four point five million people are watching you right now, so don't be camera shy or nervous. This is your chance to push yeah. your now. What does your t-shirt say? I can't read it. You keep moving around. Need new who? Need new haters. The old ones are starting to like me. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's yeah. fabulous. That's fabulous. It's thank so you, true. Thank you, thank you. It's so true. So you enjoy He's doing drums? He's been playing since he was two, he says. This is oh wow. He what? He's been playing since he was two. You've been playing drums since yeah. you're two? Your yes, poor mother, man, your poor, no, your poor parents. No. Your parents had to listen to that all those years. Oh my God! Actually, we I love drummers. We've had a lot of good drummers on this show. Steve Perkins from Jane's oh. Addiction, Kenny Aronoff, Bobby Blotzer from Rat. Um, I don't know. We've had a whole bunch because like so I many, love I love so many drums. Big biggies. Um, nice. So, Have you so now, Corky Long, Corky Lang. No, I don't even know who that is. No. A mountains drummer. Remember mountains? Oh. Okay. No, we, 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 we know we, we, we know the we know. I know that. I love her voice. We know a lot of musicians. Jimmy used to live, so he would totally come on Jimmy's show. He's right down the road from Wellington. He lives. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. So, okay. So then uh, we want to tell everybody, first of all, you guys, the single is loud and clear. So you want to have the single. The name of the single is Loud and Clear. It just came available yesterday. Um, it's fabulous. It's on all the digital download sites. You're on Spotify and everything too, right? Yeah. Do you know? We're, we're it, it's doing really good. Everybody, go and, go and check it out. We're very happy. We've already had about uh, 40,000 spins on it. And that's just a drop in the bucket. Um, but that means that maybe there's a possibility of having 40,000 people to play for it. There you go. Absolutely. I love it. And you guys can follow Trench. They're on uh, Instagram. It's at Trench. No, no. Twitter is at Trench B, T-R-E-N-C-H-E-D-B. Um, their Instagram is Trench Band. And, uh, and I don't know what. Wait a minute. Hang on. I, where did you get the name Trench from? Trenched. Like Trenched Mouth? T-R-E-N-C-H-E-D. Yes. What did she say? Trenched. 
in the dictionary or on if you google trench it means it means the highest level of intoxication before losing consciousness <laughs> so so who just who discovered it wait who discovered it <laughs> who discovered it well the funniest thing was we our band was sex drugs rock and roll which is you know that that's our, that's know. like played out sex bag and rock that right that's yeah, been we around actually had that trademark which is kind of funny and a hundred years ago when hang i hang on, let like, me finish it a hundred years ago when i was a kid there was a, a band called there was a band called sex when I was a, a, I mean, in the name of the band Free Bird, right? Okay, Every listen, ever go right. listen, you're right. We have to do one and one, otherwise the audience is going to go deaf. Um, <laughs> when I was about 25 years old, there was a band called Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. I don't think they ever made it. That's why they changed their name to Trenched. <laughs> I like, I like, I like Trenched. And have yeah. kids wear it to school. You're not allowed to say. Sex or drugs on a shirt for colleges, even. So, wow. wait, 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 bring that back again. I what saw did you it say? Dream. Yeah. I saw it in a dream. So she Jimmy was trench. on a boat in a, in a dream, and the boat said in red, Sex, drugs, rock, and trenched. I said, What, did, what, is, what did that mean, Jimmy? He said, Well, we maybe should change the band name to Trench. I said, Okay. <laughs> no, what they said is, you like, they want. They want to put t. They they hang on because Ron didn't get that part. They want to make T-shirts with the name of the band. Yeah. But if you go to high school, you can't wear a T-shirt if it says "sex" or "drugs" on it. That's all they do in school is not, have yeah, sex not, and not, drugs. I know, but <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I can't believe it. They won't allow you to do that T-shirt. This is Nova fucking, University. This is communism. Ever to pick us up and play us, and they were also the first ever to ban us. What's uh, wrong with played. the word sex? If it wasn't for sex, our little motherfuckers wouldn't be in school. They'd be not born. <laughs> and that's so funny that you say Nova, though. Like, oh, I, I, a lot of my friends went to Nova, because um, you know I'm from and South Florida. Same, I went to Nova. And and Ron, drugs for the same reason, right? Like, I mean, come on, what what year are we living in? The dark ages. Get over it. Print those T-shirts and fuck them. No, no, because now they changed the name of the band to Trench, so they don't have to worry about it. Now they can put Trenched on one, and then you should put the definition in parentheses. <laughs> yeah, that'll blow them away. <laughs> so wait a second. So you're from West Palm. A Andy, you're from you're from West Palm Beach. So where did you go to high school? At Nova. You went to high school at Nova too, so you were smart because that's where the smart kids went. Yeah, all the smart kids went to uh, Nova. That's smart. <laughs> I knew I wanted to sing. She's smart. Uh, school wasn't my hey. thing. I, I wanted hey. to sing. That's all I wanted to do. I love the brakes on that guy. <laughs> I love her. Look at her. Yeah. I I lived I lived oh, in. I lived um, in poker. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know. Just I'm an endorsed yeah. drummer, uh, signed to HJ Entertainment. Uh, I've been playing drums since I was two years old. Uh, I'm endorsed with the companies, Tama Drums, uh, Big First Fix, uh, Trexus Symbols, Evan Drumheads, Rolling Drum Pads. I've been. Oh, I've been on. There tour. you go. We heard you anyway. We could see it anyway, but that's cool. Yeah. yeah so I've, I've been on um, uh, my first tour when I was 15. Uh, I did a whole UK tour uh, with Charlie Wilson's nephew, KC Wilson. Um, 
And then after that, I branched out my wings, moved to Missouri for a little bit. Um, and also went on tour with another artist named Streams. And from there, I just built my career from there. There you go. And then let's go. If you work hard, if you work hard, hey gang, listen, 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 listen to this, listen to this, kids, 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 quiet. Listen, listen to this advice from an old man. Okay, here's an old man's advice. If you love what you do and you work hard at it and you let the years build it, you will be a success. Never sit back and say, oh man, life fucked me over. I never got a break. That's bullshit. The breaks are out there. It's up to you to get them. And you, young man, the, the drummer, I admire you because you did it. You're a fighter and you're a go-getter. Go get it, baby. I think you guys are going to be a hit. I think that the song is really, really good. Um, I think, uh, Andy, I mean, your vocal range is like just sick. Oh, she's got a voice. I mean, it she was could, just fabulous. You could do Broadway with that voice. You could do everything. Oh, no, she could do she's like a, you're like you're like you're like Bernadette Peters. You could belt it out. She's another Italian, you know. Bert, Bernadette's Italian, uh, and you you could. Sing. And I love and I love your Meg Tilly Meg Tilly impression. It was fabulous. Thank you. I think it's fabulous. So so you guys, this again, this is Trenched. You got to follow them. They're on Twitter at Trenched B. Um, the uh, Instagram is Trenched Band. Say that again. If they can't find everything else from that scroll, you know. Uh, <laughs> www.trench.hearnow.com and if that's hard i mean i don't know what to say like you all, you gotta, first yeah. all you gotta do is google trench band anyway and the name of the new single you guys is loud and clear we hope the single takes over the radio airwaves we want to congratulate you guys on it think that the music is absolutely fantastic we want to thank you guys for coming on the show and i want to go one step further come back on the show when you win a grammy there you go. I'll take that. Yes. Tell yes. Me that cat that already has like a thousand of them. The next single we're supposed to drop. We got four more that are also beautiful and our best. But we've got one called When We Were Young that he'd be killer at. I, I mean, I, I just want Gandalf to play with me. But you guys get that worked out if you can. Because that guy right there, man. We'll he work it out because Leland is awesome. Right. Leland Sklar. I love it. All right, you guys. So we want to thank you for coming on the show. We can work it out. All right, you guys. Have a good one. We'll we'll see you soon, you guys. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Yay! They're Um, sweet as hell, those kids. Absolutely. Oh, look how good we look. I'm sweating though. I'm hot. Are you hot? I'm always hot. Oh, I know you are because you're gorgeous. No, I'm always hot, but I don't have a man that's hot. So what's up? Well, nice. I didn't marry an Italian. If I would have married an Italian, my sex life would be better. Oh, yeah. You marry an English, Irish, they're cold people. You marry an Italian, forget it. It's explosive. So, chat room, what's going on? We want to welcome John Diadamo showed up in the chat room. B. Claudia's there, Michaela. I, think, I thought I saw some new people. Even Dave showed up for a minute from Stars Now UK. Because he heard that we were talking about Andy Andy Stevenson's tits, and he came in right away, pig. It was just fabulous. Anton says, Jimmy and Ron, bye. We got like five minutes left to go. Um, so uh, I was going to talk about something, but I forgot what. That's what you're did old. we see? What did we see, though? Didn't we see something new, the good, that we wanted to, to talk about? Or I forgot. Did you guys see Ron's video uh, of our alien? 
We got a new alien, six foot tall alien that talks. And Ron put a video on Facebook, so check out his Facebook, and you can see it. You can also follow Ron on Twitter at Ron Muscle Show. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star, and follow my Instagram because I'm trying to build my Instagram, which was great. And um, I thought we didn't we watch something though that we were going to tell everybody that we thought we liked a lot, but now I forgot what it was. Why are you asking me? I don't know, because I thought maybe you would remember. I remember. I didn't remember where my dick is when I have to pee. Are you kidding? <clears throat> and I'm going to remember a movie. Oh, we did see something that we liked. Oh, yes. It was an up film, a fun film, a very nothing film, a silly little story, but absolutely the most delightful, loving, sweet film that I've seen in a long time. And it was about the girl. I forgot the plot, but it was good. Oh, we talked about that one already. What's it about? Name? The girl who was the TV news reporter. We saw that one. Which one? We told that? him last week. I forgot the name of it. Anyway, go see that. <laughs> go, see, go see that film. We can't remember. Yeah, because it was so good. <laughs> no, it really was <laughs> good, though. It really was a good film. I, I just forgot, forgot what, what it was. I forgot what we saw. You know, it's all we do is watch TV when we eat dinner at night, which is something I never did in my life. I've always had dinner by candlelight at a table. But being married to Jimmy, it's trays on the lap watching TV. It's kind of Americana. Yes, we're very Americana. But I'm not. I'm old school Ginzo. But anyway, uh, if I could remember the movie, I would be happy to tell you. Oh, B. Claudia says you should tell you should tell everybody about your positivity post with Sue Wong. <laughs> oh, Everyone should go on my page, Ron Russell's show, and read what Sue Wong writes every day. She writes the most incredible, wonderful, sometimes ancient Chinese sayings, like the one saying she wrote the other day, and I loved it. In order to polish a stone, you must have abrasion, which means life is, in order, in order to obtain something wonderful, there's shit that goes with it. Anyway, Sue writes the All most- the shit that goes with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my idea in Brooklynese but Sue Wong I'm mad about I call her my enchantress she's a wonderful designer of women's fashion magnificent gowns she's a Chinese lady who was a Chinese girl in China and so poor that her grandmother would kill rats and they would cook and eat them today she is one of the wealthiest women in the world an accomplished woman an art connoisseur she has magnificent homes and decorating. She's just an incredible person to know. Follow Su Wang. Su Wang. Wang. Follow Su Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Got Wang on the brain. Follow Su Wang on her page. When you go to the page, say Ron Russell sent you, and she will be very kind to you as a friend. She's very, very, very wonderful lady. And, and in about three weeks, I'm doing an hour interview for my Set the Record Straight show in her magnificent mansion, of which we will photograph some of it as we do the interview. And you will get to know Sue Wong and her story and how she became one of the wealthiest women in the world. Absolutely. So don't. So when people say, you know, oh, 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 I got the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Not true, folks. If you get out there and you get going, you could become something. It's all up to you. Don't expect handouts. Don't, don't expect to get it free. Don't expect to walk down the street and somebody's going to discover you and you're going to be the next Angelina Jolie. That doesn't happen. You got to work at it. And I know Angie Jolie, but she's Angie Voigt. She, my daughter Deirdre's friend. They went to school together. Angie was an average kid. Just like every other kid. And I don't think her father helped her either. Get where she is because they never had a good relationship. 
Angie Voigt, John Voigt's daughter, did it on her own because she's a fabulous actress and the most beautiful girl you ever want to see. And I adore her. I know her. <clears throat> so there you go. There you go. So we got one minute left, everybody. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope everybody is doing well during the pandemic, taking care of themselves, not doing stupid things. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to thank our guests, Leland Sklar and Trenched. Um, what a fun show it was to have them on. I and think that Leland is mind blowing. I mean, when you did his resume, I was sitting here thinking to myself, oh my God, I thought I've met celebrities in my day. Look what he's played with. I mean, super duper mega stars. And what a cool guy, too, just oh, in general. He, I, could, I could hang out with him. He's like my friend. I wish we could, maybe we will be friends. I'll work on it. I will be friends. He's very cool. I like so, him a lot. He's let's a, see if we can get him to add us on Facebook because he doesn't have very many friends because he doesn't add a lot of people, but we'll try. And get him to add us. Oh, on he'll, 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 he liked us. He'll add us. He's a nice fellow. <clears throat> Absolutely. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to thank Rebel, thank Dean at W4CY Radio. You guys will be back next week. I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend and thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, see chat room. Thank week. you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy. That's what we do. Right? Absolutely. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come and watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.